What's up, everyone? My name is Oldish22, and this is Anime Talk with Oldish. This is episode 81 today, and I just want to say to you guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. I really, really do appreciate it. And I'm getting back into the anime flow again. I'm watching a lot more anime. I'm getting caught up, especially getting caught up, because we are going to be doing our top 10 2021 uh, episode very soon. I'm going to try to do it next weekend, but I have to see if I have a few guests or not. I do want to say thank you all for listening to this. We hit over 2,600 total plays, which is absolutely insane to me. And I, I thank every one of you for at least giving this podcast a shot. You know, I really do appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you again. And anyways, I think the reason why I, I, I've seen in the podcast getting hundreds of views is that there's one episode I did my attack on Titan part one review. And right now that episode is blowing up. I don't really know. I know why, but I don't know how people are finding that single episode. Right. And that, that, that was last March after attack on Titan part one finished up, but it doesn't matter. I still appreciate you guys. Even if you're just listening to that one episode, thank you very much. Anyways, now the newest episode came out of Attack on Titan last night, and I did watch it, and I was very excited to talk about it today with you guys. Very excited. I hope you guys are excited. The only thing that I'm kind of like bummed in a way is that what, I don't know how many episodes are total left, but there's not many episodes left, and I am very like sad about it in a way because it's been a journey it's been really fun i've always looked forward to attack on titan i really love the series it is it is great so love it so the first thing i want to talk about this new attack on titan episode is i love the new intro i think the new intro one the animation looks beautiful for it two i love the music i love like metal and just the way they mix it and stuff like that. It is one of my favorite openings. I'd have to listen to all of them to see which one is my favorite because that first one is really, really, really good. But it is definitely up there. I mean, I feel like all of them are great. All of them are. But, yeah, it's really good. I love the new intro. And I like the outro, too. I'll talk a little bit. The outro is really good, too. Especially seeing Aaron as a kid. Now, before I even get any further, this is spoiler talk. So I I don't want to spoil the first episode. If you have not seen the first episode, do not watch this episode, or at least this part of the episode, because I do have a few more animes to talk about after this one. So yeah, this one, this first episode started off like pretty crazy, but the way the show ended, or at least part one ended, left us with uh, the Marlins coming down, attacking, um, attacking the hometown. I think it's, I don't know, like the Rose, wherever they are right now, but the main base where the Eldians all are staying. And they are getting pretty much revenge for what Aaron and their crew did to their town. And we get like Reiner is here, and they're going after Aaron like right away. And we see Gabby get taken. Um, she gets back to her crew. And it's pretty much an all-out battle happening. People getting shot like crazy. Pretty much the Marlins are doing kind of the same thing they did uh, to their place. that The Eldians did to their place. What Aaron and them did. And... They're getting their revenge right now. There's a lot of death, but Aaron is very interesting because they're like, Aaron, you should go down to the basement. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to go. He's just like, screw, I'm going to go fight. It's an interesting take. I, I still don't know. I mean, they kind of mention it in this episode that Aaron it seems like Aaron is going along with Zeke's plan, which I I kind of figured... It could be a possibility. Still, I don't know 100%. But I I, don't, I know we've talked about it on this podcast, but I always felt like Aaron was doing whatever is best for his friends because he's always been that way. And I don't think he completely changed. But the only way I think he complete, that he could completely change is that 
he is near death. Like he is a Titan. Titans only live for so long. Um, and that I still don't know which way it will go, but I'm going to believe Aaron is still doing it to save his friends and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. And then Zeke had a very interesting scene in this episode where he had this girl like patch him up or something. And he said, he's showing, show him he or she showed him a path. I don't know what path, like I know their whole goals. I don't know if their whole goal, but I know like part of the goal or people think it's part of the goal is that they don't want Eldians to have children. Like they want to end the race of Titans, which would be one way to go that when the last one dies, they're, they're gone. No one has to worry about these Titans anymore like that but yeah this 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 episode was awesome uh i would say the animation is even a little bit better it's still a little cgi i'm not going to complain i still think it's i think it's good i I don't have no problem with it but it, it it definitely is a different feel compared to the other seasons and i would like to go back and watch and just see how it is but it seems a lot better a lot more fluid in this one compared to last season i think it was a lot lot more noticeable but this was very cool. I really like we're getting what round that round three for Rainer and Aaron right now. And it's kind of cool because we get to see Aaron uh use the Warhammer Titan abilities. He's getting pretty much double teamed by the claw uh Titan. I don't remember his name. You gotta remember, I, I have not I have not rewatched uh season four part one at all. I haven't rewatched any of the Attack on Titans, so I'm trying to remember the names. It's been, what, almost a year since I've seen anything Attack on Titans. So, trying to remember. I probably should have watched a recap, to be honest. But, yeah. So, I'm trying to remember everyone's names. But, yeah, the Claw dude is fighting and Rainer's fighting. And and Gabby's looking for Falco and stuff like that, and they still have Falco, so they're gonna have to be a little bit worried about that. But Falco did the he drank Zeke's fluid, so they could take over. But I'm I'm really curious, you know, what is the end game here? What how will this end? Obviously, I think a lot of death's gonna happen. I'm happy that the scientist girl is pretty much sorry, I'm jumping around here, but the scientist girl there. It's pretty much going to say, save uh, Levi because he's, like, practically dead. Like, he's, like, really close. I mean, he's out of the game right now. Like, he's not he's not going to fight unless they have some, like, I don't know, maybe Titan juice that, like, heals him up right away. But I, I think Levi is done. I don't know. I don't know if, like, he'll die or I think there's a good chance he could die. And I think the scientist girl could definitely die now, too, since it's only two of them. But I'm glad so far saves him. And I hope that, I hope he doesn't die. I'd be very upset. But it's Attack on Titan, so I, I we'll see. We'll see. But overall, very good. It felt really short to me. Because I just want more. <laughs> so... But I I really I really enjoy the show and the first ep- episode was really good and uh, yeah there is a lot going on I I'm very excited I I know that um Aaron's woman there the waifu of Attack on Titan you know what I'm saying uh she's obviously gonna come and save him right and um. Arminen as well, which I, I don't know what Arminen's going to do, though. I don't think he'll go Titan. He might. He might have said YOLO. But that will literally kill so many. But I guess, to be fair with Arminen, if he kills them, that technically they were going against them. It's like both sides are kind of against that party, if you if you kind of think about it. Like Aaron's crew, or well, it's Zeke's crew, if you want to say Zeke's crew is pretty much against, and, and they're kind of like on their own again, right? But obviously, Aaron's carrying it out. We'll see what the 
plan is overall, but I don't know if Arminen will go in there and go Colossal Titan, but honestly, I could see it good. Uh, I, I could see him just nuking the, the place, but uh, yeah, it's going to be very interesting, and I, I'm very nervous. I don't know how you guys are feeling, but I'm very nervous and very excited at the same time. I'm like, okay, which characters are going to die? There's literally, I don't know, maybe 11 more episodes. I think I've seen someone said it's, it's going to be like 12 episodes long. But if it's only 12 episodes long, then we only got 11 more to go. So it's like, oh, God. So I have no idea how the show will end yet. But when we get closer, we'll see. Uh, I'm, very, I'm very interested in the little girl as in who she is and what this whole thing. I don't know. I have no idea how it ends. But, hey, Aaron's mission the whole time was to end the Titan race, and that still might be, to this day, like what he's going to do. So those are my feelings, my thoughts on Episode 1, Attack on Titan. Each week, I will be probably talking about this show. I don't know about next weekend, though, because if we do our top 10 2021 anime, uh, I probably won't talk about it. But I pretty much every week, though, we will uh, jump on here, and I'd like to get uh, guests as well uh, to hop in and get their opinions on Attack on Titan as well. So, anyways, we're going to move on to the next anime that I want to talk about on this episode, and this one here... I just finished, and it will probably be in my top 10, maybe, we'll see. I have no idea where it lands, because I honestly don't remember everything that I watched in 2021. And 2021 was kind of an odd year of anime. Um, I, I don't know if it, I don't think it was like super powerful, but there was some uh, gems as well, and some pretty good ones, but... I'm way more excited for this 2022 era. Era. I don't know why I said era, but uh, year. Because there's a lot of good things lined up. Because a lot of the 2021 stuff did get pushed back till next year. So, you know, like Shield Hero and stuff like that. But anyways, Two Year Eternity is one I wanted to talk about. And this anime was probably the most depressing anime I think I've ever watched. Just like hands down. I know I've talked about it on the show before. It is only 20 episodes. I thought it was longer, but it's not. But I'm not going to lie. I stopped like three or four times watching this show. Not that it was bad or anything. It was just, it's very depressing. And it's not like, it's not a show that like motivates you. Uh, like you're like, oh, I can't wait to watch more to your turn. And you're like, it's just so so depressing. And I am going to talk about spoilers in this show because literally I could not. I could not talk at all if I didn't spoil at all because right off the bat, you're going to kind of see where the show goes, but it would be a huge spoiler and it's really hard. So I don't, I'm just going to do spoiler chat as well for this one. And to your eternity to me, it was really good. The animation was good. It wasn't great. There was a few scenes that were really, really cool that I, I very much enjoyed. But animation-wise, nothing like, you know, it wasn't like top-tier animation like moments. Or I'm like, oh my god, this is just absolutely beautiful. But the animation was good. I, it wasn't bad. Uh, the characters were great. Uh, I like Fushi a lot. Um, March was cool. Uh, let's see. Par, is it Parna? Parna? And then Piran, like... And Goo Goo, Goo Goo was awesome. I I really, I think that's the one that spent the most, like, time, like, with, like, really grew. And it kind of grew on me. And, yeah, it was absolutely terrible. So, if you watch To Your Eternity, you already know, like, you cannot have a favorite character in this show. Because the only one you could is Fushi because he's the main guy. And I kind of figured when I started watching the show that it was going to get like some like real deep life, uh, life stuff, like the way of living and some like, like the harsh ways of living kind of like how March she was, um, 
she was this little girl that wanted to be a parent, have a family and stuff like that. And in the village, they have like this weird, well, there was like another um, like empire that would go to these villages and they would have to sacrifice one of the kids pretty much one of the one of the girls i think it was just the girls right anyways and if the, if they got picked they'd have to get sacrificed to this god so they they would do a sac- sacrifice and she was like picked and stuff and it it just gets that really like deep emotional just things cuz it, it deals with like Goo Goo was like a love story and you just really felt bad for the character because he did a really good thing saving another character. There's multiple examples of like different like people's dreams and stuff like that and like the harsh reality of like things just could go completely wrong or like you can um, you can like nothing's kind of like good or whatever. And it's interesting because Fushi, the main guy here, whatever he is, I don't know exactly what he is. Because he's like this like little orb thing, but he kind of like fuses into like dead things. And so that's what, how it goes. It's like he fuses into the dead characters, the characters that you get to know and stuff like that. So that some way that they could keep living within him. But... You just feel all the pain. Like, so Fushi, he doesn't know anything about the world. So he starts like bear, like he's like a wolf, right? He goes, fuses into a wolf. And then he only, he starts learning like the wolf instincts. And then he slowly throughout the series goes through human emotions. And he starts learning like how to cook and all this, pretty much your basic humanity things. And start how to feel and stuff like that. And then, like, even to the point where, like, I shouldn't kill because killing is pretty much is bad, you know. And he just goes through a lot of emotions because he doesn't know. And he starts getting, like, these feelings. And he doesn't understand because he even deals with age as well. That, like, they they are human. They will pass away and you can't do anything about it you could help the person out as much as you can but eventually you will die right and fushi doesn't know how to handle that because he is mortal so it is a very deep very deep show with just like the human emotions and the things that you go through life Especially in this time period, too. It's like ancient civilization time. And it is freaking depressing. So I, I, I do recommend it. It is very good. But it's honestly just not a feel-good show at all. <laughs> like, if you like, um, I guess, like, there's not like too many twists. I still don't know exactly where they're going to go with it. I get the whole human emotion thing and stuff like that, but there's like these things, these, these knocker things that are attacking Fushi and they want to be like part of them. And that, so that's why I always, I always come. I don't, I don't know why the knockers are attacking him. And then like the beholder, this guy that's like kind of guiding Fushi and he's supposed Fushi's supposed to go kill these knocker things. And we didn't really get any like super informational stuff about it. So I imagine we're gonna get season two, and season two might go deeper into that. Because the first season's like really deep human human emotions. And we did see at the end there was like this huge um this huge time gap because Fushi actually got older as his human uh, character, the first one that he takes over and he actually gets older because he can get older without like um, losing his form or dying or switching. I think it's without switching and, and, and the character will actually get older, but if he like switches or whatever, it'll go back. It'll reset to what he, when he took over. So it's, a very interesting ride. I still have questions about like the knockers and stuff. We did not get to see 
why the knockers are attacking him, what they are. I have no idea. I don't even know what Fushi is. He's kind of like a god or something. And, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, But, yeah, if you need a good cry at all, here's a show for you. It's it's very depressing. (laughs) So, enjoy. Enjoy. All right, so that's all I got for Two Year Eternity. If I had to rate Two Year Eternity, it's probably like an 8 out of 10 for me. Just, uh, I enjoyed the show. I enjoyed the characters. I enjoyed the emotions. Uh, the animation was good. The intro music is good as well. kind of reminds me of Kingdom Hearts. I don't know why, but it really does. It's kind of like the same singer, but it gives me Kingdom Heart vibes for the intro. Um, overall, I didn't have any pacing issues. It was just that it was too depressing. The only thing that kind of is a bummer is they kill off a lot of characters and it kind of becomes not a surprising thing because you're just like, you're just kind of used to it. You kind of know what you're in for. And, um, that surprise kind of goes away after you watch it for quite a bit, but it's a good show. Uh, you know, I wouldn't put it in the great. There's things that could like be better. I think like the animation could be better at times. The music is decent, but I don't know. It's an eight out of 10 for me. That's how much I enjoyed it. And, uh, yeah, we'll have to see where it falls in my, my top 10 from last year. So, so tune in to, to that. Hopefully next weekend, I'll give you guys an update before. Um, me and Box also have to finish our anime history as well, which we're really close to finishing that as well. So, anyways, the next show I want to talk about is One Piece. Kurasai. Anyways, One Piece has been fantastic. It has been very good. Wano keeps, keeps surprising me. I don't know if Oda just went to... Uh, uh, I'll say this real quick. Spoilers as well, guys. Spoilers as well. Um, Oda must have went to Toy Animation and was like, yo, this Wano arc, I want you guys to step up your game on animation. Because, holy frick, dude. Like, it has been fantastic like animation wise is easily the best of one piece for sure and it has been really good and the last few episodes now they did went on a break so i think they had like a two-week break which they usually do around uh new years and stuff like that so but they had a two-week break but the uh, last couple of episodes especially the last episode was really good Last two episodes have been really good with uh, Kaido and uh, the, the samurai all there fighting. And they just like go full out on the animation fighting Kaido, man. I mean, just going and slicing Kaido up. And obviously, in this last episode, I knew Kaido is not down. There's just no way they're going to take down Kaido. Odin couldn't. Well, Odin. To be fair, I mean, they screwed over Odin, right? But Odin was that one beast that Kaido was, like, looking forward to fight, but got screwed over. But, man, they... I don't know, man. I, I'm really nervous, because I feel like Kaido's just going to, like, destroy some people here. I, especially these Samurai, and if you guys haven't watched the last episode, um, I don't remember the girl's name there. But one of the twins there got her arm cut off. And I was just like, damn. Like, yo, Kaido ain't messing around, dude. Literally sliced her whole arm off. Blood spraying. I was like, oh, shit. Like, damn. And there's just no way. I I imagine Luffy's going to get there, obviously, in time, maybe. There might be a few deaths before Luffy gets there. And then Luffy's obviously going to freak out but even if luffy gets there versus kaido there's just no way luffy's gonna win luffy needs help from multiple people now 
technically he is getting help right now. That Kaido is taking a little bit of damage, but I don't think much. Um, from the samurai by Kimon. I I just I'm really nervous. <laughs> um, but we'll have to see what happens here. Um I like that X Drake is pretty much joining up with Luffy and his crew. Because X Drake is now uh, in trouble as well. So that, that gives them a powerful ally. And Marco. I like that Marco is like with the whole Big Mom. Or Big Mom's like, oh no, we're teaming up with Kaido. And Marco's like, alright, well then. Gonna have to pretty much like fight you guys. So excited that Marco's there. See him fighting. I'm really curious if Luffy's fleet is gonna come. Or like... Um, Shanks. That's the other thing I, I do want to talk about is the new intro for One Piece was really, really good. I did see some kind of Kaido form, like probably Kaido's final form, maybe. They showed it like a split second. It looked like uh, it looked like Kaido's dragon skin, but in his like human form or whatever. Um, and I like that Luffy, or like, I like that uh, Law and Kid were throwing like Luffy at Kaido, but I'm like. Man, is this foreshadowing? Like, could if I had to pick like one big death, maybe even two big deaths, is Kid will die and Law would die. Those are would be like my two deaths that were would be huge in this one arc, and there has to be death in this because it's a massive war. It's like a massive pirate war, right? There's literally three Yonko there: Luffy, Big Mom, and Kaido. And they're all fighting each other. And technically now, like, Marco's there. They got X-Drake. They got Kid. And they got Law. So they have, like, a couple big people. While even um, the piano, the music guy or whatever his freaking name. I hope that guy gets deleted here soon. Kinda, I'm kind of tired of him. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm still mad at Hawkins. Like, that son of a gun, dude. Just like, Hawkins, can you just just do the right thing man i hope he has a moment in here where it makes me happy i thought hawkins was cool when i first met him but he's really pissed me off <laughs> he's like this last like couple arcs here it's just like oh my god dude why so hopefully the only other thing that i think i want to talk about one piece that kind of bothers me a little bit is kaido's men are like, they're like, oh, we're going to go get Luffy. And they don't have, like, this threat level, what Luffy is. I'm like, Luffy's a Yonko, right? Like, he's an empire, emperor of the sea now. And you're telling me none of them are afraid of him. Like, none of them are like, screw that. I don't want to fight. Because, like, you're not surprised. It's just the weakling guys, right? Like, you're not, like. Because, like, most weakling people, when they say, oh, I'm not going against Kaido. Oh, I'm not going against Big Mom. But, like, the other guys, like, Kaido's guys, they had no problem going against Luffy. Even though Luffy, they're not at the Big Mom level, I guess, or Kaido level. But, like, Luffy's up there in power level. Like, definitely up there to be definitely afraid, right? Like, oh, shit, like, Luffy's here. But they don't have that expression. It's kind of weird. Um... It's not, it's not like I'm, like, mad about it or anything. It's just kind of like a small little gripe, in my opinion. But, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's interesting. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, anyways, One Piece has been really good. We're going to talk about that, obviously, week to week, because I love talking about One Piece on the show. You guys didn't know that already. Uh, we've talked a lot of One Piece. Um, The other anime that I've watched, that I started watching, that I've not finished yet and i'm thinking about halfway through is that time i got recarded as a slime yeah i'm way behind on this one chat way behind but i did have a baby uh last year and it's been very busy and it's been hard to watch anime at times because you know just taking care of a, a little man and sub is hard to read when you are walking around your living room trying to uh, comfort your baby. <laughs> so, and trying to read the TV is very difficult. So I've had to rely on some dub 
and some shows like like Moriarty the Patriot I watched dub so that I could listen to it and see most of it. But uh Slime, I've also watched a little bit as dub as well. I've watched it. I watched it in dub before, and I, I I don't mind the dub. Um, there's some voices I like more in the dub than I do the sub, and then there's some voices I like a lot more in the sub than the dub. So, but anyways, slime so far that I have seen. Uh, I'll give you like slight spoilers, but I'm not gonna give much here. Just a really quick talk because the next anime I want to talk about is. Uh, kind of a big topic, so I feel like you guys are probably gonna be mad at me for the next topic. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But um, slime so far is it is a slower pace through these first few episodes. Like I said, I think I'm on like episode four or five. It's five, and <clears throat> it's just like a lot of politics with uh, the dwarf co- um, company and the elven company and the after effects of their battle and stuff like that and all these pieces that are moving and how they're going to go after like claiming that the other demon lord and these other demon lords are like moving pieces and stuff like that and now uh rimaru's got pretty much he's going to go to war against claiming and they're doing like attacks and stuff and i just got to like the first part where they start attacking claiming's men so that's exactly where I'm at. But for the most part, uh, the season has been, it's been slow, but I've, I've been having fun with it. Like, I, I'm totally fine with the slow part. Um, Slime's kind of impressive, though, with how many characters they have. And I feel like they use them pretty well. Like, I, I definitely give credit to Slime because I feel like they already have, like, hundreds of characters. And there's only, like, 50 episodes so far. So <laughs> I think they do a pretty good job of, having that many characters and then doing a pretty good job with screen time with them. And I love slimes world building. I think they do a really good job. I think it already has really good pacing. This is, is definitely slowing down the pacing a little bit, but they kind of have to, to get to the next part. I get it. Um, but I would say it's not like super entertaining. It's just mediocre, mediocre entertainment right now. And, but yeah, so far not bad. It's not bad. Um, but it's getting pretty exciting where I left off, so I'm very excited to see the rest of the season. Um, animation's been pretty good. Music, decent. Uh, I still love the intro, but I think the intro is the same as part one, but I can't remember, to be honest. I'd have to watch the part one part, but I, th- I think it's the same. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll dive more into that when I finish that one. That's going to be my next one that I finish. And it should be uh, should be some interesting stuff, and we'll see where that that lands in my 2021 because I will have that done probably this week. So, all right, I want to get a drink of water here. But the next one, the next anime that I want to talk about is. Jobless Reincarnation. Is that Mushoku Tensei? Jobless Reincarnation. All right. I have seen a lot of people talk about this anime. I've seen it on Twitter. I've seen it pretty much everywhere. And people saying it's their like favorite isekai. Which I was like, okay. I see a lot of good stuff, which is cool. Like that's how I I uh, kind of pick some of the series. It's like I see a lot of traction. And I'm like, okay, I'm, I want to check it out. I've seen it with this one here, and overall, I think it is a good anime, but I don't think it's great. And I watched some reviews actually on this one too, and I, I don't really watch that much, but I made a YouTube video, and. I did like a review and I said, screw it. I'm not going to do this. I, I want to talk more about it and get more into details about it. Um, that's why I like doing the podcast. I, I like diving into more not trying to f- not like w- with reviews. I feel like you got to fit it in like at a decent time, like between like five and 10 minutes. You got to like kind of squeeze it in, 
nice, short, and sweet. But like in a podcast, I'm here to talk to you guys, give you my honest opinions about what anime is um, that I enjoy. And I get it. Like I, I have certain um, things that I really enjoy, like plot twists. Right? Um, I kind of like the darker anime series, like when. Like when it's like more gory, just because it feels like more real and stuff like that. It's like the holy, you know, holy crap moments. Um, I do like action and stuff like that. But anyways, jobless reincarnation is it. It's not a bad anime. I enjoy the characters for the most part. I think Eris is annoying. I, I do not like Eris, but to be fair, I, I'm going to do spoilers in this anime as well. To be fair, um, I think Eris could grow on me. Especially towards the end of the show, I was like, she could get a lot better. But for pretty much this whole series, I was very annoyed by her. Um, Also, this series, I, I like the beginning uh, with the family and everything, this the series is very perverted, like absolutely perverted. It, it, it will break your immersion of the story one hundred percent because Rudius is definitely a huge pervert. But it makes sense with him being a in his other life a thirty year old who unfortunately had like terrible things happen to him, especially at school and stuff. So he became kind of a hermit in his room and just played video games and just stayed away from people. And there, there was that, you know, you, you felt for him, right? You really did. So in this next life, you know, he's all about like very perverted things because he, he still remembers his previous life. And so like when his new mom and dad are making love, he, you know, he's being gross about it. And like, they're like going like, you know, going to town and stuff like that. And, I don't know. He he's just it's very perverted. It could definitely throw you out. It might even turn you off in the show. But for most part, people love this, love this anime. Um, for me, the family stuff was good. Paul was an interesting character. I I really enjoyed Paul, but man, he cheated on his wife. Like, bro, come on, man. Um. <laughs> so. And then, you know, he has the, the two kids and everything. But I really enjoyed the family time and everything. But then when Rudius went off on his own to, I think it was Paul's, was it his brother? Yeah, I think it was his brother. And he had to do training and stuff there. This is where the show, like, really slows down for me. And honestly, I got really bored with the show. Like, almost to, like, where I could stop and I would be fine. Uh, for me personally um and when they when they get teleported right when they when the whole teleport thing happens the whole talent gets teleported right and then rudius and them are doing their quests and i was just like man this is really slow like this is like I'm like dying here, like falling asleep on the couch, trying to watch, um, watch this. I, like, and this goes for probably like six or seven episodes. I, I think there's a good chunk in the middle that I, I felt really got boring to me because it, it was literally this. Here's a new area. We got a quest. Here's a new area. We got a quest. I will give them credit. A little bit, though, because I get it. And this is probably why I don't like this season as much. And I kind of felt bored with it. Is they are doing a lot of world building in this first season. Like, if I'm going to defend it, they are doing a lot of world building in this first season. And I think they do a pretty good job with the world building. We get introduced to a lot of characters. We don't get to spend many time with them. But we are getting introduced. And there's things going around in the world and stuff like that. And it it gets very it gets interesting when Rudius goes back to pretty much I can't remember what town it was, but he runs into his dad Paul there, and that's where I I liked it. Um, definitely it made those boring episodes not 
as bad, but I'm not going to lie. I was still bored. Like, it's not going to change the fact. But it made it a little bit better because Paul was like, he was wondering, like, what were you doing? Were you just playing an adventure and stuff? Like, they had, like, a really big conflict, which was really, I thought it was a really good episode. Probably the best episode, to be honest with you, of the season, in my opinion. Because you had the conflict between father and son. That he's been trying to find his kids and his mom, or his wife, I should say. His wife and that, and working his butt off, you know, trying to find. Because the teleport thing happened. Pretty much like everyone in that uh, that city, or whatever you want to call it, the um, Paul's area, their homeland, they're all their homeland got teleported off in all different directions of the world, and so it it created that event, and they had the conflict. It was really really good, and Rudy says this like I just was trying to get back home, pretty much, you know. And, you know, Paul's like, okay, you know, I'm being a little bit too hard on him. He's just a kid. He was out there by himself um, trying to, you know, just get back home. He, you know, he is a kid, uh, even though he is like 30 years old. But it, that that was a very good episode. I, I very much enjoyed that. And the other, the other thing that, the other thing I don't, I don't know if it's a don't like, but it's the action in this the series. Now, it doesn't have to be like crazy action all the time, right? But all the scenes of the action scenes in it are literally a minute to two minutes long. They're very short. Very short. And they were really good animated as well. Like I really I really enjoyed the animation parts of that. Like there were some like really good scenes and moments in the show that were fantastic in my opinion but overall the 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 animation was good and then they had some like great moments but man the action was really short and i didn't really like feel much of the combat so i'm hoping in season two we get more of the action now this is when they're kids and stuff Obviously, Rudis is going to become a better mage and stuff like that. I mean, he's a pretty good one right now. Eris, I think, is going to be pretty... I'm pretty sure she's going to be a badass. That's why I said earlier on, I think she will grow on me. Um, but for this first season, I don't think... I, I was very annoyed uh, of her in this first season. But towards the end, she's kind of... She wants to go off be an adventure and she's like going to be pretty much this badass warrior because she's with the best character let's be real that's the beast lady all right she's the 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 waifu all right beast lady and uh her and eris are going to go on an adventure and train so she can get stronger and become a strong person uh the other uh the what's his name the green hair guy was it roggio anyways he was uh he was really cool too. I I enjoyed his character. Well, him, he just wants he wants because uh, they're a certain race. I can't remember what do they call him. He was a uh, oh, he's a super right. Is that how I say it? Super. And they're like afraid of him because they were like these like crazy warriors. But it it was a it was like misinformation about their race. And that, like, they're just, like, crazy strong and you should be scared of them and everything. And he's kind of changing the name for them. That's kind of his mission throughout the series. But he's cool. I I really enjoyed his character. Again, though, like I said, the action, it was very light. And, like I said, the animation scenes are good. Like, if you see the action in the show, you'll be like, oh, man, what is this? But they only show, like, the really good parts. And they're very short. So... Um, we'll we'll have to see like season two that might, but very good animation. Uh, I wasn't really surprised with uh when they ran into the the dragon guy. This is like the one episode that um where they they run into this uh one of the dragon lords. There's like what the nine or seven lords. Oh, they got like the rankings. Mostly how most you know anime, longer animes have rankings. 
and who's the strongest in the world and this guy and they run across and maybe it's just i've watched so much anime that i've seen this scene a few times now where the main character you know he got stabbed through the chest and stuff like that and they pretty much just get destroyed right they pretty much just get absolutely destroyed even uh, uh the super did as well and eris got destroyed and literally wrecked them and i, I don't know if it's just something i've seen a lot but I, I wasn't like oh he's not dead like one is the main character it is not dead i i do think it's interesting between the main character and the the god guy that kind of guides him he's kind of like his gandalf you know guides him through like oh you should go meet this person you should go do this and then the dragon guy knew that that was interesting with the dragon lord he's like he'll tell tell your god or whatever that i can't remember it was like something that he's like going after him or whatever and that is very interesting probably my favorite thing of the show is um i, I watched the first half dub right you're like oh god old oh, issue watch dub maybe that's why you don't like this watch no it's not that i actually i actually like the adult version uh whoever voices the adult version of rudius in the dub i think is fantastic uh you did a very good job don't really care for the kid one too much but the guy that voices the adult version is very good and maybe enjoy the show more and then when I got to the sub version, because the dub was only so far, and then I, I finished it and subbed, uh, the sub version was all right. Like, I it wasn't bad. It just was all right. I just, I really liked the dub uh, version of that. I thought that was very, very funny. And the comedy is really good in here, too. Um, you might get thrown off on the perv, uh, the perverted uh, comedy, but uh, there are moments that are really funny. They're not perverted, but. Uh, yeah. Overall, though, I, I think this is like a mid-tier anime, in my opinion. I know that's definitely not the, the the most popular thing to say, and I'm not trying to, like, harm hate or anything. It's just I wasn't impressed by this anime. There was impressive um, animation at times, but they were very short scenes, and I think the people that are animating this, they really do love the show. And I think it's a good start to the series. It's just, I was not, nothing impressed me as much. And I'm I'm excited for season two. I'm not going to lie. But I'm not like, oh my God, I need season two right now. It's like, eh, when it comes out, I'll watch it, you know. And maybe I completely change my opinion when season two comes out. Um, like I said, this first season I felt was very world building. Uh, my theory is with the whole teleport thing, it is some kingdom or some race or something, some group of people that does not like their family. Um, because throughout the show, their family is kind of perverted. They kind of do what they want. Um, like his dad has had sex with like many women and um, even the... Is it the grandpa? I think the grandpa. Like we've seen, like he was making love to like the beast ladies and stuff like that, and they weren't very. I don't know. We'll probably get like a backstory on like they probably weren't like the very good people. Is my guess that they were rich or wealthy? They kind of did what they want, and I imagine they probably did something to another group of people that wanted revenge on them. Because they probably did something. That, that's my guess. And that's why the whole teleport thing happened. I could be completely wrong. But I would say it's somewhere with that. And we'll see what happens. Because we did see uh, the grandpa character get his head shot off by certain people that got teleported. That was probably where he got teleported at. And they, people don't like him. But I guarantee someone got really upset they did the whole teleport thing through the whole country and a bunch of people died and it was this tragic event that's the the big plot twist of the the show but it's not really even a big plot twist though it's just like the event that happened and then the show kind of starts moving a little bit after that because it does take its time 
Um, but anyways, that is all that I can say about Jobless Recarnation. I think it's very middle tier to me. It's like a 7 out of 10 for the show. Like I said, I think it's good. I just don't think it's great. And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter and stuff that really enjoy the show, which is awesome. Like, I am not trying to bring the series down or anything like that. That's just my personal view, my opinions on it. And I think I talked about everything that I wanted to talk about. There might be some things that I've missed and uh, that I did not hit on. But uh, those are my overall thoughts of the show. And... I, like I said, I'll watch season two. Like I don't think it's bad. Like I would not have watched the whole season if I uh, did not enjoy. So um, enjoy some of it. But uh, there was moments where I was close. I was close um, for just being bored, pretty much. It wasn't like it was bad. It's just like this. The plot just like took a huge halt for a few episodes, and then then it picks up and. Um, picks up for a little bit and then it kind of slows down but i'm i'm uh i'm ready for season two whenever it comes out i mean i'm not in a rush but uh yeah we'll have to we'll have to see but i i'm really curious if you guys want to comment down below on any of these shows that i talked about today i would really appreciate it what are your thoughts about attack and titan's first episode did you watch two year attorney did you cry i would like to know how you feeling about the One Piece animation and uh, what's going on in Wano right now? Um, I talked a little bit about Slime, but I haven't finished it yet. Well, we'll talk about that later. And then what was your thoughts about Jobless Reincarnation? Why did you enjoy it so much? Or are you like me where you thought it was a decent anime, but not an amazing anime? Because like literally this anime has been like called like the, the best um, Isekai uh, anime out there and it's just like uh, not for me not right now at least it could be though it could be because there's going to be more there's going to be more so anyways this is anime talk with oldish episode 81 i hope you guys enjoyed it was fun talking anime with you guys and girls and uh yeah i have uh, a lot more anime to watch and talk about so if you guys want to follow me on twitch.tv slash oldish 22 you can catch my streaming um my stream on i play final fantasy 14 and that's pretty much all i'm playing right now to be honest but uh, also you can follow my youtube at anime talk with oldish is my anime content and then my oldish 22 is all my video game content which i do mmos and action rpgs i do a lot of like talking videos and maybe i'm gonna start doing some guides for 14 stuff like that or if you guys want to follow me on twitter and message me about some anime stuff that'd be cool you can follow me at oldish with three twos oldish 222 or uh instagram you get an oldish 22 as well just posting clips on there but uh Anyways, I, I do want to say thank you guys for listening to the podcast again. Um, the podcast has been growing at a pretty good rate, so I'm very happy about that. And thank you all again for uh, listening or watching. If you guys watch it on YouTube or listen to it on the podcast, I appreciate it. But anyways, keep watching anime, keep being yourself, and I'll see you all next week. Adios.